welcome to the Elect Club podcast, bringing you dating and well-being advice from London. So today I'm talking to Christian Bitt, who is an actor based in London and also involved in charity work and giving back to his community. So we're going to be talking about how he's managed to stay motivated and look after himself during this difficult time this year. So welcome, Christian. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Always nice to, even if it's a virtual kind of socialization, right? So yeah. in these odd times, you know, we do our best with every chance we have. So it's nice. That's exactly right. So um, you're in London at the moment. And have you been in London for pretty much um, the whole of lockdown and the restricted oh, yes. time? Yes, yes. I've been basically all the time in London and uh, I had the chance to go to visit my parents in Italy during the summer. Right. But, and last time I saw them before, it was right before the first lockdown in March. So usually we speak every day, basically. We don't see each other very often, but this year was uh, particularly less often, <laughs> let's say. Yeah. So um, when you went back to Italy in the summer, was it very different to London? I mean, how were they? Well, the, thi- the, the thing is, uh, uh, I well, in Italy, things were slightly more relaxed, let's put it this way. Um, and also, you know, the fact that uh, I met my parents by the seaside because we went to Apulia, which was particularly crowded, also by Brits as well, because uh, it was basically a destination where a lot of people went. Right. Uh, yeah, um, we had to use the masks, of course, uh, when we were getting to indoor places and things. Uh, mask use also in, yeah, like here in London supermarkets or or other places where you might potentially meet other people. But the the, the old the old thing was a kind of quite relaxed, I have to say. Yes. Okay. So yeah, but particularly it was for the sun, to be honest, because uh, we know London. Yeah, we, I mean, I, I've been living in this country for seven years nearly already. And uh, I sometimes I suffer in the winter when there's a lack of light and things. So I, I needed some vitamin D. Even if, you know, I enjoy uh, English summer, I love it. And, uh, but, you know, going by the seaside uh, uh, it, in the south of Italy, it's very warm. So I needed some, some, something like that. Yes. Yeah, so how um, are you coping at the moment? Because I have the same problem. I lived abroad Mm. for a long time and I find the winters really, really difficult. Um, And I think that's partly why I did move abroad, because I had, without really knowing it, found the winters very difficult without really understanding why. So particularly now, we're restricted again. How are you coping with that? What do you do? Well, uh, uh, you know, being an actor, I can't say... Uh, we workwise we have a sort of routine in uh, in our industry. So, um, like playing by the ear and being flexible is always something that has been part of my life uh, since I embraced this career. Uh, but what I always try to squint is in my daily activity. It is uh, being physically active, and I am blessed to live nearby Hyde Park. And uh, but London in general is a, a great city also because she has a lot of parks where you can enjoy long walks. So for me, uh, walking as a Venetian, of course, <laughs> where you don't have cars there, <laughs> no, no bicycle, I've always been used to walk a lot. I walk everywhere, 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 all the time. But literally between uh, 15 uh, kilometers uh, and 20 kilometers, sometimes even more a day. That's my... 
that's my, um, uh, let's say, my salvation, I would, I would say, because uh, uh, especially now where the sunset is about quarter past four, so quite early, and we still have some very decent days and some sun, I try to get for myself uh, all, all the light I can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And also, you know, being in, in contact with nature, being in the green and uh, the, the wildlife, seeing them around, it makes me feel good. It gives me, it gives me peace. That's something that I... Then there is, a, you know, during my walk, I also, you know, it, I call it my meditation. If you put me in a room doing some meditation uh, as a, an exuberant character, because I'm a, I'm a fiery Aries, you know, I might suffer a little bit. But I find that walking, I really can focus on my thoughts and then uh, I can combine the thing. So there is a physical activity going underneath while I'm thinking and the thinking, it, it frees my, my, my mind and let me think a lot visualize, imagine, programming, doing this sort of activity much easily, much easily than if I would be just sitting home, you know? Yeah, so that's really important, isn't it, that every day we take some time out just to think without having information just coming oh, in yeah. all the time. Totally. Because we are literally bombarded every day on our daily, on our daily life, I, I think. And sometimes we really don't have the time to think or to stay with our own selves. That's so being right. with my yeah be, being with myself and on my own is something that I've been uh, actually quite used since I was a kid, and actually I consider myself a little bit of a lone wolf in some moments. I love socialization, and I being especially particularly the past three four years I've been socializing a lot and I love that. But I need also my moments where I really take it really needs me to take time to see sometimes make the point of the situation you know where I'm going. Uh, if there is anything I have to change in my path, uh, if the people I'm surrounding myself by are the right ones, so is it the case to, 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 to try to make new acquaintances, of course, in better times, or, I mean, talking professionally and these other things. So it is a, despite the fact I usually trend to try to live in the here and the now, there, in these moments, I think it's also nice to do a little bit of programming and having a little pre-taste with the thoughts of what we would like to, you know, after all this to happen. That's right. So we have to stay focused on our hopes and our dreams and keep imagining ourselves in that scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. As though you're trapped. You're going down yeah. a dark path, aren't you? So that time is, I think, really, really important for everybody, especially if you're working all day from home and then you switch off and you turn the news on and uh, you're kind of then bombarded with very negative messages. By the time you go to bed, there's not a lot of energy left for thinking positive thoughts, are there? So we no, absolutely. I understand. Yeah, so our own day, don't we? Absolutely. So I think it's very important if we, if we all try to squeeze in a little bit of uh, you know a little a little break from our job at home if you are working at home, and just go out for a walk. Just go out for a walk. And uh, I believe there is a lot of people that uh, I met. They told me the same. They've been enjoying long walks during during this particular time. So even if you've got nowhere to go, you just go out to walk purely. Listen, I, I think uh, by now I think I know Hyde Park more than uh, my own bedroom. <laughs> 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 I actually 
I actually met a couple uh, this evening before I was coming back home, and they told me, oh, we saw you this morning. Have you been walking around the whole day? And I said, so kind of. I came back home to have a little lunch, but then, uh, you know, I, I memorize my line. I repeat my lines also when I'm walking in the park. You know, if I help, you know, we actually at the moment, we are in odd times, but there are still some productions going on. There are some auditions going on at the most, uh, uh, and most of the time what happens is you, are, is you are required to send self-tapes. How you do self-tapes? Yeah, sometimes I did myself, uh, otherwise I call some friends via FaceTime and they give me their voice. So we do remotely. But, you know, I do everything I do. I try to do it outside. And I meet some friends that they have a more conventional jobs, I dare to say, like they and they are work, working from home. And they say, oh, listen, I take my laptop and I go to the park because I sit down on a bench and I find myself in a better mood staying on the laptop but being surrounded by a little bit of nature. You know, as long as uh, there is some light outside, because I repeat now, as you said, is the time where probably London doesn't give its best apart from the usual nice Christmas Eve vibes. You know, from now till March, days are going to be very short. It's going to be weather sometimes miserable, more than in other months. So we need to cope with that. Yes. So are you finding that people are more friendly? Because London was always known for somewhere that um, as somewhere where you didn't really make eye contact. And anybody that came from a small town that went to London found it, sometimes very lonely now that people are having their contact restricted are you finding as we're finding here that when you bump into strangers and you're walking people are so friendly and happy to see another face i had uh, the the feeling like uh, I, I always found london very friendly to be honest you know or maybe because uh, i'm italian so i'm quite easy going it's very easy for me you know to engage into a conversation even if i don't know people but besides that i had the feeling that the previous lockdown was uh, slightly tougher because we didn't know what we were expecting so we went a little bit into the sort of a panic thing, a fear thing. Yeah. So I was seeing people that maybe if someone he didn't know was passing a little bit closer than the, the six feet apart from you, people were looking at, were staring at you in a, like, you know, in an odd way, like how dare you staying so close to me, something like that. Yeah. Now I'm not saying we are jumping on top of the others, of course, but it's a more relaxed, like, it's like we knew what we did before. It's going to be shorter, hopefully, than the previous time. People knew already what, what, what they, were, they were expecting them. So, yeah, I see, I see more relaxation around, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, and that's, that's probably incentivates also the fact that if you share the bench uh, on the two sides with somebody you don't know, maybe it's easier you engage, in, engage into a conversation. Yes, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that was most alarming for me at the beginning was people did seem so afraid of each other. At the start. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. No, I agree. People didn't want to speak. Um, yeah. You say you, people would rather jump into the road than pass each other. This yeah. time, I definitely um, feel a difference. We went to um, Woodstock, Blenheim Palace. Yes. yes. And there's just such a lovely um, community spirit with everybody now. And I think it's because everything that we do has been stripped down so much that a sunny day and just being able to be outside in the fresh air and pass other people, obviously not too close, but it feels like such a treat, doesn't it? Whereas we took it for granted before. Or no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More exciting. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Oh, you know, I think uh, we have the responsibility to follow the lines the government is giving us with the mask and the thing when it's required. So I'm, I'm absolutely happy to do that when it's, uh, but, I mean, in a, actually, I like to do that because uh, I see other people doing the same and we share, I mean, we are, we are all together here on board of this thing. So, you know, we need to give our little contribution. I think it's important. And um, once we, yeah, I, as you said, this time, this second lockdown, probably you feel like people are more willing to not have been the fear of before and just being more open. Yes. Yeah. It's actually a nice occasion to uh, find new friends in the park, you know, you know, even, even if, you know, you can't, you can't hug them, but, you know, you can talk. So. Well, that's it. And I think that um, people are afraid of becoming very isolated, but you can still meet new people and make new connections. Um, you know, there's lots of things going on online and people reaching out and helping each other. And if you've got an area of expertise, people are much um, more open to sharing it and offering online courses. And so in a way, I think it's been a great time to meet new people. It's just we're doing it in a very different way, aren't we? It's um, I think it's more yeah. genuine in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, you know, I repeat, before when we were taking from taking everything for granted, like we were caught in our lives. Some people, I think, they are caught on their, they're in the vortex of their own routine. So they don't think much. They just go with the flow. It's when everything stops and you realize maybe that you were going too much with the flow and you didn't even know what kind of flow it was, yeah. then probably the, the, what becomes difficult is that you are left with yourself, which is nothing wrong about Loneliness, the sadness, a little bit of depression might come out. But we need to, to be able to be, stay with the others. First, we need to learn to stay with our own selves. That's my, grandma, my grandma always told me, you know, when I was a, a teenager, I said, I want a girlfriend, I want a girlfriend, I want a girlfriend. <laughs> she said, learn to stay on your own. When you are fine with yourself, you will find all the girlfriends that you want. You can't stay with anybody, friends or other, if you are not able to cope and you don't know yourself that's very true, that's very true. you see people that go from one relationship to the next yeah they really yeah, don't yeah. know themselves and that's probably why they make kind of sometimes very poor decisions because it's anything yeah. uh, anything rather than yeah, anything but anything but being alone you know what i mean anything yeah. everyone is better than being alone which for me i dare to say no it's not it's not true stay alone take your time when you're ready things will come to you but they will come along you don't even have to look at. You know? So, um, do you live alone, or you share, uh, you have other people? Around I share you? I share the flat with a, with a colleague actually, yeah. but it happened that he was away uh, for the whole lockdown, the previous lockdown. So I found myself, you know, we live a, we are blessed to live in a quite a big house, so we don't have problems, you know, space or distances. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I was just by myself the whole lockdown because I happen not to be in a relationship for quite a, a bit already, but yeah, I'm a single man. And um, so, yeah, I was uh, potentially in the best condition and potentially in the worst because I was alone. And it was a test for me as well because, you know, I don't want to sound like the one that goes, oh, yes, I can be alone. Of course, I like to have the choice. Today, I might be want to be alone. Tomorrow, I would like to socialize. And there was not that choice. So it was a nice test for me to stay by myself for maybe a longer 
time that I've ever experienced, you know, because that was kind of a long time. Of course, uh, I could talk with my parents via video call every day, but I also had my birthday, probably the first time, you know, like a, a lot, like a lot of us happened this year without uh, having anybody, anybody around. But I felt the love of the people that, um, were in touch with me. You know, I can't, of course, I would have loved to throw a party, but I felt the presence of the people that they loved me. So, so did you stay in touch via video call regularly with people? So you, you uh, well, mostly, people? mostly with my parents, mostly yeah. with my parents, because with the fact that we don't see each other much, they live in another country. They are not, uh, they're they still uh, young, let's say yeah. they're in good, yeah. in good shape. But of course I want to, especially my dad uh, and also my mom, they went through some little uh, health, little issues in the past, uh, in the past couple of years, nothing major, but you know, uh, I, I, we're very close, so I always like to keep an eye on them and to see how they are. And so we speak every day. We, we are a bit spread around because I have also a sister. She lives in China. And uh, it happened that she was in Italy just when the lockdown started and China closed the border. The borders, so she was with them. So for me, it was a big relief. Yes, it was a big relief because basically I had the three of them staying in Venice in their house and there were all the three of them together. If I would have been there, probably, you know, you know, this. A lot of people say uh, this lockdown is a make or a break with family. Probably we would have been, we would have been fighting the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you ask me, what was the how was the previous lockdown? I said sometimes not easy because every day is different. Sometimes we some days are a little bit more difficult. Yes, but probably I was put in the best condition for what concerned myself. Yes. So what do you do when it's a bad day, when it just feels difficult to feel? Uh, okay, I found uh, this, uh, I call it my technique. Okay, we'll share. <laughs> okay, no, I, I, give you, I give you this example. Okay, yeah. so once uh, I broke up with a girlfriend and I was a uh, very caring, I mean, I was really in love with her. And that was something I, did, I was not expecting. So it happened like uh, out of the blue, like a cold shower, you know, like from a day to the other. Oh, it's not working. I don't, I'm not going to see you again. Bam. So for me, it was something quite strong to take, you know. I came home and I realized that, uh, of course, I was suffering because my, fo- my, my thoughts were always there. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I had three minutes where I was able to divert my thoughts to something else. And my mind followed my directions. I was not feeling any pain. So you did that very purposefully. So, so I thought, I, I, I thought mm, that's quite interesting. I'm not saying it's easy. It's easy. It's not. But if we educate our mind, uh, once a person told me, a mentor, one of the mentors I have told me, yeah, the, the mind is a wild horse. Either you command him uh, or otherwise it commands you. And this is very true. Yeah. So if you try to educate your mind, to teach your mind to, okay, I have something that is very important, is very painful, it's just happened, I can't really divert 100% of the thoughts out of that. But if we try to do a little by little, step by step, the mind will go exactly where we want to. So why put yourself into so much pain when uh, you can just uh, dedicate a little bit? Maybe don't dedicate the whole day to this pain. Don't make it grow. Because if you start with the seeds, you find, you find yourself a pine tree of a thoughts in the evening, you know? Because the, 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 bad, the bad thoughts, you know, are like the plants. If you keep feeding them by the end of the day, 
you are super depressed. So you don't want to do that. So when I have a, coming back to what you asked, when I have a bad day and I, it starts from the morning, I don't feel completely right. I try to grab my thoughts to whatever is positive and I have to be grateful in that moment. And I'm sure every one of us has, there is something. Even the most simple thing, especially now that, as we said before, we have been taking everything for granted, all, all the simple thing, I think they can be helpful. And one day you create new pattern, you know, that's what happens to me. I try to create new pattern, my mind hardly at the beginning, but more and more easily afterwards follows those patterns and they are more healthy for me. There's a church nearby where I live, which uh, I love to sit there in absolute silence where there's no one. And uh, I don't know, I just enjoy it. During the lockdown, the first lockdown was closed. And uh, I couldn't go inside there. I used to go once every 10 days, every other, every other week, just, uh, just to sit there and to think, to breathe the incense, which is something I really like. And uh, this time it's open. So uh, the other day I was not in a great mood. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm happy that the church this time is open. So I go to enjoy a sit down there just by myself. In a, but this time is open. So I'm grateful that it is open for my own uh, thoughts, my own uh, prayer, whatever. So there is, a, there is something, you know, always to, to find that in our day or in our lives that uh, it can be say, okay, that's positive. I'm going to hold to that till I have something maybe bigger, you know? Yeah. Well, I find that as well. Um, if I'm ever out and we stumble upon a little church and you push the door and it opens and you can go in and it's empty. Um, but <laughs> yeah. It's just the most magical thing, isn't it? And you can just sit just quietly and there's something about it. And I think that's one of my favorite things, you know, when you go and the church is actually open and you can just really quietly go in. And I love it. Yeah. yeah. Especially here in, here in England in general, you find some beautiful little churches. They are like medieval style, you know. And I love that that kind of churches. And uh, yeah, I could stay, I could sit there for hours. Actually, I, I was the first one to get in right after they opened, after the first lockdown. The we priest, <laughs> he knows me and he said, you are the first one, the first guest we have after the whole long lockdown. And say, yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you know, you can forget about all the glamorous parties and restaurants and things. It's actually those small things that bring peace now, isn't it? Oh, well, you know, I... I think in life we need we we really need to stretch to the full range. You know, when they say if you want to know how to laugh hundred percent, you would need to know how to cry hundred percent. So it's not just glamorous. You can also sit down on a bench having a sandwich, and it might be the the best moment of your month. You know, I mean, of your year. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, not not. I mean, taking. Um, Every moment, every situation, despite the fact it might seem very simple and uh, not having a great uh, value or something, it has. It has. Especially when we, when we are taken off, you know, like now, even the sitting with a friend, uh, I mean, no, we can do that in the park at the distance, but, you know, before we couldn't. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Do you think people will go back to the same level of fast-paced kind of throwaway lifestyle that we had before or do you think this will change uh, personally speaking i don't feel like i can get back to the same thing before or at least not in a short amount of time after they re they relax the, the the rules because i think we have been through a lot but to be on the other hand on the other hand 
I realized that as soon as they opened the pubs around, uh, I remember last time, there were a lot of, all the crowd was there, like uh, nothing happened. And that was something I feared a little bit because uh, uh, I'm not the one that is uh, screaming, oh, this virus uh, is super dangerous. Uh, it is for some, for some others a little bit less. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but what I know is that uh, we are still coping with something that we don't really know very well yet. So we need to be cautious, not, not only for us, but for the others. So, so far, I would say for myself, so good, but I would take the thing slowly. You know what I mean? As soon as they open, I will keep an eye open. I mean, like not just jump in the middle of the crowd and like nothing happened because otherwise that neutralizes all the efforts that people have done before, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, we, we were lucky enough to meet at an amazing ball, weren't we? Um, yeah. At Pinewood Studios. And imagine... Oh, yeah. Yeah, imagining that kind of event now um, with so many people squashed into a small space. Yeah, um, yeah. It takes a while to, I think, for things to, uh, for, for a lot of people to feel comfortable in that scenario again. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because, like you said, we've had to get to know ourselves much better during this. And we've also realized, I think, what makes us, I hope most people have realized, um, fundamentally what makes them feel good and fundamentally what was probably um, not so good for them. You know, for example, constantly looking on the outside for um, any kind of fulfillment or worrying about whether you're keeping up with other people. That's all gone, hasn't it? So I think, um, I think it's a good thing in many ways. Obviously, it'll be great when businesses can get back to normal and people aren't yes, yes, yeah, losing yeah. their livelihoods because there's always two sides to every coin, isn't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. No, it is, uh, I think we need to find a new balance, you know, yeah. after this because I think both, both ways is too much, too less, too, too less socialization or too much socialization is probably not good. We need to, you know, to, to find a new, a, a different way to balance our lives, I think. And I, as you said, looking more inner, inner wise, inner way, you know, within, within ourselves, other than too much outside. So this, I know that it's important to you to give back to your community. Have you managed to find ways to do that this year? Well, um, this year, the, uh, work has been a little bit weird. I've done a few projects that are now in post-production uh, during the lockdown, like uh, within remote. It's been actually quite interesting. I've been um, doing quite a bit of uh, interviews, press, um, what is said, um, po other podcasts, and they were all uh, related to how I cope in the, in the odd times, how as an actor I keep with the craft going. And uh, yeah, so probably uh, in terms of showing up to events and things, I haven't done uh, as much as I normally do. The last thing I've done, actually, I went before the lockdown, I went to start because I'm, um, I'm one of the London... Uh, uh, let's say members of, of the board of this charity is called Innocence in Danger, which actually um, it looks after kids through arts, with uh, performing arts, writing, or other that they received uh, sexual abuse when yeah during their their youth basically. So it is a great charity that I respect a lot, and I got called in Ingstad because there was an auction for the for the charity, and I gave a speech, and I just brought there my, my yeah my, uh, 
what I think about the whole thing. Yes, and it was very interesting. Yes, I wish they could do that in London soon because, uh, yeah, that would be very nice. But that's uh, yeah, that's what I've done in presence uh, this year. And then uh, it has been, uh, I repeat, uh, talking about uh, acting, how I keep going in these times, and uh, how I keep I keep coping with the with being by myself or. Yeah, or not being as uh, as active work-wise as um, I normally am. Yeah, I've been working a lot with voiceover, though, which are still going on, which is okay. You know, yeah. well, it, just, it's his acting, too. Yeah. Giving your time for things like this as well is yeah. um, giving back because I think a lot of people want to hear other people's stories and want to hear how they're coping because at the beginning it was all about bombarding yourself with online classes and feeling as though you had to be doing all of this fitness, you had to be... Um, maybe learning a new language. We had this time and we were supposed to be doing something super productive with it. Um, and now I think people have kind of given themselves a little bit of a break and are starting just to look after ourselves a bit more. Again, it was almost as though we were so used to having all of this outside contact. When lockdown first happened, we were being bombarded with online live um, you know, there were the Strictly dancers and there's the Keep Fit and there was the cookery and everything else, which was great. Yeah. Amazing that people gave that time. Um, but even that was quite exhausting, you know, trying to make sure you didn't waste this time that we'd been given whilst inside you were terrified. So that was quite a lot of pressure, wasn't it? And I think we've taken yeah. off of ourselves a little bit now. Yeah. Um, but I do think... I've been, miss I've, I've been missing, to be honest, going to the theatre to watch a play or yeah. You know, going to the movie theater, that's something I really enjoy because I think it's, um, you know, yeah. But, you know, thank God we have, uh, we have the telly that delivers some nice TV series and some nice movies. So <laughs> we try to, there are, there are really very good products out there. So, yeah, let's say that we can, we can hold on for a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. When well, you're about the kids doing performing arts and that kind of thing, having to stop, that will be amazing when that opens back up for them, won't it? Yeah. 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 They've really had a pretty tough time and I think they've coped really well. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think also for the kids, uh, it has been probably even tougher for some reason than uh, adults, you know, yeah. different problems. <laughs> yeah. But it must not be very easy. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are you watching on TV? At the moment, which is the big question. Well, I've been very fascinated by the Queen's Gambit, I have to say. Uh, a great TV show, and uh, I love the yeah, I love the way it was made. I just watched the last uh, season of The Crown. It was absolutely very yeah, interesting. Yeah, debate. Yeah, you know, especially being uh, you know being Italian, uh, I you know some stories that they were portrayed in this uh, season. Uh, I lived them. I hear. I heard of them when I was yeah. in another country. So you know, having uh, I'm sure you know some. I've been reading a lot that some um, like characters' behavior it was been has been uh, let's say criticized. The bait ball. Oh, this person is not really like that. But you know, it was a great show to watch. I'm actually interesting to see all the. All the story going through the episodes is actually kind of uh, interesting to recall. And um, yeah, also I watched another TV show called Ratchet. Yes, The, the Nurse. Yeah, from um, yeah, great costumes work. And uh, yeah, there, there's, some, there's some good stuff out there. Let's say I, I, I watch I, I not too much, but especially when it's darker uh, after dinner, 
or right before after after hearing some news. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like to 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 deep my I mean to, to plunge into something uh, nice to watch and to I mean also also yeah there, there are some great acting performance outside where it's interesting to watch from the technical point of view. So nice. I think we're all doing yeah. exactly the same thing. I think yeah. we're all having dinner and then and I'm absolutely dreading finishing the crown because I'm really enjoying that as my kind of eating. I finished two days ago. Two days ago I finished it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I was, um, inspiring you then, you know, as an actor, um watch spending time watching this good quality drama and realizing how important it is in people's lives actually to connect with these stories because without TV and film this year, I think we'd have all been even more isolated but we've managed oh absolutely to yeah, yeah definitely discuss them so has that motivated you to continue with your craft well uh you know there's always something uh, new to learn uh watching the others you know uh so and and that's also you have uh, the the feeling of what the market uh is up to like what what is what kind of actors the market is requiring you know according to what series are very successful and what are not. So, yeah, you always have something to learn. Uh, to be honest, I have to say that also during the lockdown, despite, okay, the, the, um, I, I, I couldn't say I was in an appropriate set, but I had a lot of things going on, you know, because uh, we actually, we do also a lot of behind-the-scene work. Like, for instance, uh, some casting directors were particularly free, so they were they had more time to see new materials. My American manager asked me a few times to prepare some monologues to go on camera. They were sent to these casting directors. So all behind the, the scene work, which was, in fact, still acting, you know? Yeah. So I... And then I have a representation in several countries. So one week I had my Italian agent send me an audition. The week after it happened, I had my French agent send me an audition. So, you know, I have to say that uh, despite the fact things were not very open uh, in terms of me going on the set and physically doing the job, when you're in front of the camera, you have to deliver your um, um, performance uh, self-tape for an audition. Uh, and you have some friends, even remotely, they can see, they can give you some adjustments. You are doing the job. That's the job. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if we are on a huge uh, film studio set where we would all love to be. You know, uh, but even when we are, you need, it takes one person watching you. You can do a whole performance and you're doing theatre, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. It's so nice to see you, you know, still so positive. Oh, likewise. Still yeah. looking well. And um, I just, I'm really looking forward to seeing you again at some point. Um, yes, likewise, likewise. Today, absolutely. <laughs> but um, is there just one last thing that you would want to say to anybody that right now is maybe in the situation you were, where they're very much alone in terms of living alone, um, waiting for these restrictions to be lifted? Yes, well, uh, my advice is uh, hold on, because uh, much better times will come. We know that this is probably the toughest season time where we would like to enjoy a little bit more socialization, especially, but you know, also the, this Christmas, the Christmas as the double thing that some people love Christmas and some people feel even more lonely because of the Christmas. So it is a very personal thing. This is something I can't really say. I can't say what it is my opinion. You know, I feel like, uh, one of the reasons why I liked London during from like October till December is really the winter wonderland that is this year is missing. But 
uh, but just for the vibes he creates. People have a, a spark in their eyes because they feel festive. And the drinks and this kind of thing. We are not having that this year. But I'm sure that uh, all this thing is teaching us something and we have to take it a little bit lighter than just dipping down into, you know, the darkness of bad thoughts and everything like that. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you. I think... Sorry, did you want to say anything else? No, no, no. I'm just saying, so just hold tight, never give up, never give up. And, you know, as long as we are healthy uh, and we can talk and we can think and we can put a smile, it's better putting a smile other than, uh, you know, a, a sad face. There. Well, thank you for leaving us on such a positive note, Christian. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It has been a real pleasure. Okay. All right, then. Thank you very much. And I hope to see you soon. Yes, okay. me too. Okay. <laughs>